everyone. This is Erliana Samsara, your host of Star Sound Speaks. Back again. This is episode 51. We've got a great um, sharing lined up here. We've got the full moon. We're going to talk today about the full moon coming up in the sign of Scorpio this week. And we'll also be talking about the um, another very important long-term <laughs> event this week, the nodal shift. The nodes of the moon are going to shift into the signs of Gemini and Sagittarius. And they'll be there for the next year and a half, almost two years. So that's um, that's a big deal. And, and what does that mean? So I'm going to kind of go over that with you and um, walk you through it. So uh, without further ado, this is um, this full moon, which is going to be on... Um, May 7th, Thursday, May 7th. It starts at 6.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the United States, and that would make it 3.45 a.m. in in L.A. on the West Coast, and in London, London time is 11.45 a.m., and in Delhi, India, it'll be 4.15 p.m., and in the Sydney, Australia time zone, it's 8.45 p.m. So, the a new moon i'm sorry the full moon is going it's the third of three supermoons that we've had this year a supermoon is when the moon is at perigee which means it's it's very close to the earth in its orbit so it appears larger in the sky so because the moon governs our, our emotions and such and our instincts emotions and um instinctual behaviors of course when the moon is full those all depending on what sign it's in, those aspects, you know, get very much heightened. And we are more emotional and more perhaps reactive, and we certainly feel that. Well, when we have a supermoon, it's just upped a notch or two, or maybe three. Uh, so this one is the full moon in Scorpio. So with the sun in Taurus, the moon, the full moon's always in the opposite sign of the sun. So this new, uh, the full moon will be at the, it, exactly 17 degrees of Scorpio. So um, just a a little run through here. The full moon represents the uh, culmination of the month, right? So the the new moon started in Taurus two weeks ago. It culminates in the opposite sign in Scorpio. And now after Thursday, May 7th, the moon's uh, influence and light, of course, will start to wane until we get to the new moon again. So um, when it's at this particular point, anything that we've been working on comes to fruition. So when I, my first instinct when I saw this was that the new moon, I mean, so I keep saying new moon, I'm sorry, <laughs> the full moon. When the, with the full moon in, in uh, Scorpio, I thought, okay, Pluto is, Mars and Pluto rules Scorpio on the higher octave, it's Pluto. And I always think of death, death and destruction. And I'm thinking, yeah, like we've seen enough, right? With COVID all these months, it's as, as of this particular moment in time, we've had over 60,000 deaths in, in the United States from COVID-19. And so, you know, that was my first instinct looking at that Scorpio full moon going, oh my goodness, you know, is, is death finally, you know, coming to a head? Um, there have been some rollbacks here in the states of of states opening partially some um, services like restaurants, beaches, and etc. 
um, and yet we are st this this uh, particular pandemic is you know still still uh, very quite strong and in some cases it had jumped ahead when when restrictions were eased so we're in this kind of uh, place where people are wanting to go back to work but um, you know we, we still have to deal with reality well then the full moon in Scorpio might be you know I, I feel like we've reached a point where we have to of course we have to keep on keeping on you know that's only because you know Pluto and Jupiter and Saturn are like uh, as we've spoken you know they're in that the three amigos are in that pretty tight conjunction within three degrees of each other and they will be that way for most of the year so um, you know it's not like we can't do our work um, or that we don't want it's not that we can't um, we can't give up you know we have to keep on keeping on the the um, importance perhaps of the full moon in Scorpio would be you know it's a very deep introspective moon Pluto always makes us go into the dark side and, and confront our shadow so it's a good time for that we might have a little bit of a conflict with that because for this full moon we have Mercury in opposition so Mercury and the moon Mercury rules our rational thoughts and our thinking patterns and our attitudes so the the moon and Mercury being in, on opposite sides there may be some inner conflict going on between what you think and what you feel you might feel a little confused it might might bring up some fearful things about you know your your own your abilities and you know your perhaps some deep fears or some subconscious fears um, it might be a little bit of an anxiety there but you know moons like everything else in life things come and things go so anyway just knowing that going into Thursday it'll give us a little bit of a you know perhaps in a little assistance there um, you might have some misunderstandings and arguments um, certainly it, it, around a full moon where emotions are heightened with the moon in Pluto there may be some secretive things or some um, perhaps control or manipulation uh, instinctual uh, patterns or subconscious patterns of of manipulation you know might might come up but you know the 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 key to mastery is always of course seeing these things and saying okay oh okay there it is you know so I can I can choose something else so that's that uh, full moon opposing mercury the nice thing about this full moon I'm finally able to say something nice and positive which of course we've wanted to do for months but all of the um, requirements and uh, everything that's been happening with COVID-19 has not been able to you know we, we're always trying to find um, some little spark of light to to move us through these heavy times well there's a little bit of hope here um, with the full moon it's trining make, making a very favorable aspect with Neptune which is the planet of you know imagination and creativity and intuition and psychic awareness so the full moon in Scorpio trining Neptune that that's a juicy that's a juicy little combo so any anxiety we might have from that Scorpio full moon you know doing battle with our thinking or our reasoning abilities um, the the trine with Neptune will will really soften that and it, it might it might mean that misunderstanding is less likely maybe there it won't be as anxiety ridden as as it might be 
if it hadn't that. So, um, you know, there's, there's an influence here that's, you know, Neptune is about compassion and love and a pure, unconditional love. So that kind of energy is, is mitigating or, or softening the, uh, the harsher aspects so, you know, there, there could be forgiveness available or compromise or cooperation and just a, a more harmonious tone. The other aspect of this full moon, we've got Venus, the planet of love and harmony and relationships and such, um, in the sign of Gemini, and it is making a square to Neptune. So um, the square with Neptune could be very useful for artistic inspiration. You know, making Venus can also also rules our talents and skills and our values, the our possessions, the things that are important to us. So, in the sign of G Gemini, we might be finding artistic skill with speaking or learning or um, writing. And with the square with Neptune, it can really encourage us and inspire us to get something done um, of an artistic nature um, with maybe with music or poetry or, you know, uh, dance around your house. You know, <laughs> I don't know. We're all in COVID quarantine or, you know, most of the world still is. So, um, you know, yeah, feeling that, that cooped up uh, feeling, maybe we, we're using our... Um, our abilities in in ways that might surprise us and uh, we might find some artistic and continue to find you know artistic inspiration um in that manner uh the only thing i would watch out for with a venus square neptune like if you were to start a relationship with someone right now not easy right if people are still wearing face masks it's not the time to meet somebody you know how do you go on a date i i honestly i don't understand how anybody could even when they, we didn't have such tough quarantine rules, like how people could still be meeting for dates. If, if you, I would think it's impossible, like on, on dating websites where you, you know, meet somebody for coffee and I'm like, okay, what, you, you're wearing a face mask and you're sitting six feet away? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like crazy. Not an easy time. But the, uh, but if you were to uh, begin a relationship, and even if it's a, it could be a business partnership, any kind of relationship, done at the full moon with that square to Neptune, the Venus square Neptune, it might be that you might have unrealistic expectations of them, um, or you might have, um, they may have unrealistic expectations of you, or you may be deluding yourself and maybe putting an impossible ideal on it or them. Um, and and demanding too much, so you have to you know be careful of that, or um, you know see, not seeing the forest from the trees, or being too Pollyanna about something, because that that's the downside of Neptune. It's like idealism or, or fantasizing about something versus the reality, and where we could deceive ourselves. So that's just something to look out for. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's about it for the full moon. Um, I want to move on and talk about the nodal shift that's um, that's coming up. This is really um, this is this is pretty interesting. The nodal shift. Okay, what is a nodal shift? It means that the nodes of the moon are moving into a new sign. So the nodes of the moon are 
in a simple way of explaining, it's the path where we have the path of the, the Earth's orbit and the Moon's orbit. You know, it, it, we're, it's like five degrees uh, off, right? So they don't orbit at the same place. It, there's a little five degree difference. So there's this crossing point. If you could imagine two, think of like two plates, like dinner plates. And if you could have them intersect um, you know, they, they, they'd be this kind of, you know, there'd be a, an angle there. To the, so the angle of the moon as it rotates around the Earth's ecliptic, um, where, the, where those two points meet are called the nodes. And every year and a half, they shift in as, the, as, as we move through the universe and we move through the solar system and passing the constellations, every year and a half or so, the um the moon will the nodes of the moon will shift into a new constellation so for the last year and a half almost 2 years they've been in the signs of cancer the north node was in has been in cancer and the south node was in capricorn and now on tuesday may 5th cinco de mayo easy to remember the nodes are going to shift into into 29 degrees of gemini and 29 degrees of Sagittarius for the south node. Right now they're at zero cancer. So nodes, you know, just like astrological uh, signs, every, it's 30 degrees, and then they they go backwards, they precess. So we're going, instead of going forward from Cancer to Leo, we, we go backwards. So we, it was Cancer to Gemini. And they always start at the last degree and again, from 29 degrees to zero. So it'll take about a year and a half to fully move through there. All of our eclipses, starting in with a, an eclipse, a lunar eclipse in, in June, is going to be our first lunar eclipse in the Gemini-Sagittarius um, axis. And then we'll continue on when eclipse season um, next appears in in winter in December we'll have our first um, we'll have a, a, a solar eclipse in Sagittarius and so we'll it'll bounce back and forth between Gemini and Sag lunar and solar eclipses until um, December of 2021 so this is a big deal because the theme the evolutionary themes are shifting so where we had Cancer and Capricorn now, which were themes of family, family karma, our ancestral inheritance, our ancestors, our land, our um, homestead, where we find ourselves at home, our comfort and security factors, um, career choices, all of these things have been major issues for everybody, especially these last two years, because the eclipses have been bringing up those issues for everybody no matter what sign you're at you're in those were the 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 theme songs certainly if you are a cancer or a capricorn or have planets or a rising sign in in cancer or capricorn you would were definitely more affected so um now that is shifting it's a big deal, and there's a lot to go into about that, so much that I decided to have my first online workshop. Oh my god, I'm finally getting into the workshop world online. Um, I've always been such a, a fan of meeting people, meeting you all in person, and for many of you who, who know me, you, you know how that's always been a thing for me. I'm just that kind of girl, what can I say? Um, however, be, giving all the... Um, 
where we're at right now, it was pushing me to, okay, you know, you knew one day you had to do this. So here we are, online workshop. It's going to be great. It's going to be this Thursday, the on the full moon, on this, on the 7th of May, and it's going to be 7 p.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested, just go to the website. You'll see the thing there. You can, it's 18 bucks. It's like, you know, It'll be a, a really cool gathering, an hour and a half. We're going to get deep into this, what this means, this nodal shift, and you know how we can use this to evolve both in our own personal lives and as a society. So I'm just going to touch on base there uh, with that much for, for now. But the nodal shift is, is a big deal. And the good news is it, we're finally, finally, like in, we never thought it would happen, out of the Cancer Capricorn eclipse cycle, which was a toughie, as we have seen, because um, we had, we've had, and still have, you know, the Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto dancing in Capricorn, and Pluto having been in Capricorn in the last eleven years, Saturn catching up with it two and a half, three years ago, and then um, and Jupiter catching up with with both of those guys starting in last December. And of course, that's when this big um, thing happened with COVID-19. It, you know, became the epidemic and then a pandemic. And all of our society is still in the throes of these complete societal breakdown and restructuring, which is exactly the, the overall theme of the Cancer Capricorn evolutionary path, right? Questioning and bringing down those structures that do not support and, in, and reinventing them you know, literally from the ground up. So now that our node, the nodes are moving into Gem Sag, eh, you know, we're still dealing with Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn and a little into Aquarius, but um, it was all, you know, tough as it has been. At least we've got the nodes out of Cancer and Capricorn. So um, it's showing us like now that we have really looked at and, and are still unraveling, you know, diseased structures and things that are rotten that no longer work. Now that we've been dismantling that, um, now we, we are starting to see the, the, the nodes are, are really kind of pointing the way forward with are like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, you know, once we get this done, like what's going to be available to us? So everything Gemini Sag related is going to be um, available. So at least it's, it's not like, like we still have, like I said, we still have, you know, Jupiter and Pluto and, and Saturn to deal with in terms of making these really fundamental changes. But the nodes are now pointing us to and showing us what's available. And, it, and there are great potentials here for transformation. So I just um, wanted to give you that much. And um, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, I hope to meet many of you um, and new, new people too. I, I made it for, um, did I say 7 p.m. earlier? I'm sorry. I meant 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, 4 o'clock p.m., 4 p.m., because I'm trying to kind of accommodate people on the, you know, the West Coast and people overseas to give them a chance that it's not so late in the night. But anyway, I hope that works for you guys. If you can't make it, I will, of course, make the recording available, so you are more than welcome to sign up and, and receive that too. 
Um, I'm sure I'll be throwing in lots of cool extra things. Uh, we always have really great discussions when I've done these live in person. I just love them. They're just like sitting on a big, cozy, comfy sofa and chatting with my dearest friends. So anyway, there's that. Um, what I wanted to uh, round out today's talk with today is um, some um, words of wisdom from a great mystic, Osho. So I was looking for my eclipse book this morning, and I, lo and behold, on my astrology bookshelf, I happen to have, it doesn't belong with the astrology books, but it happened to be sitting on top of one of them, a really great book that a friend of mine gave me called Love, Freedom, Aloneness by Osho. So Osho was a great mystic who lived in India, and he only passed away 30 years ago. I can't believe it, because I remember when he he passed. I was living in New York, but um, a, an amazing soul. Um, he's got a whole new um, generation of millennials who have followed him. And if you go on YouTube, there's an incredible, the Osho channel, there's an incredible number of videos, all archived of the, the things he had to say about relationships and modern life. And uh, he was truly revolutionary. But anyway, I thought I would read from you a little bit here because it it called out to me being that we've we've been experiencing aloneness, you know, in quarantine and you know how do we find that balance? Some of us feel lonely, you know, which is different from being alone um and and all that, but I just thought it'd be kind of cool. So, uh let's see. This is a book called Love, Freedom, Aloneness: The Cohen of Relationships. So, um yeah, it's a great book. It's published by St. Martin's Griffin Press. And any of his books are really, really fabulous. But I just thought, well, this is a great topic, especially, too, with that Venus and Gemini. And by the way, Venus is, and I will be talking about this in, a, in either the next podcast or the one after. But Venus, we're in shadow retrograde with Venus going retrograde in the sign of Gemini. And that will be coming up. Let's see, it'll go exactly uh, retrograde on May 13th. So we'll devote probably the next episode to that that little Fandango. It's going to retrograde at 21 degrees of Gemini and go back to 5 degrees of Gemini. So if you have any points or planets in, in that range in Gemini or in the opposite sign, Sag, or squaring either Pisces or Virgo, you will be experiencing and, and feeling the effects of that, um, of the Venus retrograde. So that's going to be, like I said, a whole other topic. But, um, you know, I just thought I'd bring that up, little, little heads up here, um, because relationships are definitely going to be a, a, a subject here, um, because Venus, right, relationship um, dynamics come up. Well, so on on that note, leading into the our, our Venus, since we are already in the shadow of the Venus retrograde, <clears throat> I thought I'd mention this wonderful book. So this is about reconciling our need for freedom and our desire for intimacy and relationships. So that's what this book is about. <coughs> how how can we? Here's a little excerpt. It is beautiful to be alone. It is also beautiful to be in love, to be with people. And they are complementary, not contradictory. When you are enjoying others, enjoy. 
and enjoy to the fullest. There is no need to bother about aloneness. And when you are fed up with others, (laughs) then move into aloneness and enjoy it to the fullest. So, um, yeah, this, that's, that's a little piece of Osho for you. And, uh, you know what he says here? I just opened to this page. He said, first, love yourself and watch today, tomorrow, always. Create loving energy around yourself. And, you know, that might mean seeing it with your mind's eye, you know, a color of light or just brilliant, dazzling silver white light. I don't know, whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever it takes to create you know, physically create loving energy, yogic asanas, um, pranayama, breathing exercises, creatively visualizing with your mind's eye, a, a you know, a, a um, tube of light around you, whatever it is, create loving energy around yourself. Love your body, love your mind, love your whole mechanism, your whole organism. By love, is meant accept it as it is. Don't try to repress. We repress only when we hate something. We repress only when we are against something. Don't repress, because if you repress, how are you going to watch? And we cannot look eye to eye at the enemy. We can only look in the eyes of our beloved. If you are not a lover of yourself, you will not be able to look into your own eyes, into your own face, into your own reality. Watching is meditation. Buddha's name for meditation. Watch is Buddha's watchword. He says, be aware, be alert, don't be unconscious, don't behave in a sleepy way, don't go on functioning like a machine, like a robot. That's how people are functioning. So what a great opportunity, given that we're all in this quarantine situation, it's very easy, you know, for one day, I know for me, one day blending into the other, it almost feels like in a certain way time has collapsed. Um, and, you know, we can get very rote with that. But this is a good reminder from Osho, you know, and Buddha via Osho, don't go on functioning like a machine, like a robot. You know, move beyond that, be alert consider and contemplate what is love and freedom and aloneness you know what is that like for us so anyway there you go that's my podcast for today i hope to see you all online on zoom on thursday and um thank you for all those kind words letters and insights and uh, suggestions i've taken the music out of the middle of this thing <laughs> and and all that good stuff. So um, I appreciate everything um, and all of you. And so I will see you very, very soon. If not on the uh, webinar, then on the next podcast. You can always reach me at Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. 
www.starsoundastrology.com. Thank you so much. Namaste. Many, many blessings. Namaste.